<laughs> oh, you got to leave that one on now. <laughs> I think that'll be the the um the beginning of the episode. Flaming disaster. This is episode 325 on December 19th, 2019. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. Welcome, gentlemen. It's good to have you back on the show. <laughs> it's good to be here. Yeah. Uh, so this is our last episode of 2019. Can you guys believe that? Yeah. Where did the year go? I know. You guys remember um, Y2K and all that nonsense during 1999, 20 years ago. It's like, yeah. I can't believe that was 20 years ago. So time is flying. And I and I we probably will have some uh, listeners who are like, oh, I, I was born in uh, 1999 or 2000, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, today, uh, well, right right now, you got someone yelling at the screen. Okay, boomer. Oh yeah. Golly, I'm 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 Gen X, just like you guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, um. All right, so uh, this is our last episode for 2019, so the next time you hear our voices, it will be the new year, and today we're going to talk a little bit about Christmas or holiday stuff, so let's go ahead and move into our focus point. Focus point. All right, so today I thought it would be... uh, Actually, first, before we get into the focus point, uh, let's let's quickly talk about a question that came up uh, on the Facebook group. And uh, Matt, uh, do you mind uh, just kind of giving us a synopsis of what that question was about? Uh, no problem. Um, so, yeah, we had a, a question come over from Jaw Doc Two. Uh, first, he g- gave a gave us uh, props on the YouTube video for slow shutter cam. So I guess it's really more directed at Mark. Um, so props to him. And then uh, he asked, can one use a remote shutter release with slow shutter cam using Bluetooth? If so, which would you recommend? And, um, you know, I had to put this out to you guys because I, I did not know. I, I don't use a remote shutter release uh, ever, really. Um, so I had, I had no idea um, what the answer to this was. And you guys uh, provided the answer for me. So that was very nice of you. Yeah, so I uh, I jumped in there and I said, you know what? I do have a Bluetooth shutter, which you can find on Amazon for about anywhere from five to fifteen dollars, and it comes with two buttons: one's for iOS, the other's for Android. And what it does is it it uses the basically the uh, 
uh, volume down uh, button or Bluetooth, uh, I guess, signal to, uh, to, to trip the shutter on your camera. And it works in regular camera mode. It works with a lot of apps that have that. But I found that it did not work with slow shutter cam. Uh, I even tried using my Bluetooth uh, headphones, and that didn't work either. So I, I put back in our chat saying, nope, doesn't work. And But Greg, you said that you had a solution, and I actually downloaded the app onto my phone and was able to do it. So basically... Yeah, um, yeah like the... Some of these camera apps will have companion apps that you can put on your Apple Watch, and Slow Shutter Cam is one of them. And you can remotely control the shutter with your watch. And uh, um, I, I have tried it, so I do know that it works. And I mean, you know, there's there's one for the native camera app. There's one for uh, Camera Plus. There's uh, funny enough though, it's the legacy app of Camera Plus camera plus that has the watch app not the the new one camera plus two that's at least not that i know of unless they've unless they've updated it to um to include that but with with slow shutter cam um you know you could have your phone set up on the tripod compose your shot everything else get your settings ready and then um i mean i i'm assuming that the the reason that someone want to use uh a remote trigger was to avoid camera shake. And, um, I mean, that's fine, but you could also use the timer, which I usually do right. with slow shutter, but, um, but definitely, or maybe if you want to be in the shot yourself, right. You know, you could take a slow shutter shot with yourself in it. Um, so, I mean, that, that's where the watch, the watch app would be, uh, uh would, would come into play. So that, but that's the only thing that I know of that would work as far as tripping the shutter with Bluetooth goes is the, uh, is the Apple watch. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if there are any other devices out there, but as far as I'm, as far as I know, the Bluetooth devices use the, uh, the volume down button as their trigger and if you could probably go out there and buy different ones, but I don't think that would. The only thing, actually, I take that back. There is probably one other thing, but actually, I, as I think about it, um, it probably wouldn't work. Would be wired headphones, because that that's actually the same same feature, so it wouldn't work. So never mind that. Well, <clears throat> we'll, we'll have to try that out because um, th- there is. You do have the ability to trigger slow shutter cam using the volume button. So uh, I, I, I'm really? wondering if, uh, yeah, if headphones would work. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's one of the options like uh, that you could toggle on or off whether or not you want to use the shutter button or the volume button rather to trip the shutter. All right, I'm going to pull up slow shutter cam. And I I don't I don't know what happened to my little. Um, Oh, I, actually, I don't, well, I don't know. You know what? It, um, if you think of something to say, 
for maybe like the next 30 seconds or if we all just want to listen to my cat meow i actually think <laughs> i i think i have my headphones handy here somewhere so i will uh, uh plug them in and give this a try all right i am I, looking at it and i see self-timer intervalometer keep scrolling down keep scrolling down there is the volume shutter Oh, look at that. Near okay. the bottom. Well, then let yep. me try something else. You can do it. You can do it with headphones. Okay. Yeah. I See, I had that turned with off. With the wired headphones? <clears throat> yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. I just tried the, the Apple ones that came with it. Yep. Okay. That worked with yep. the... Let me let me make sure let me make sure that the Bluetooth is on. All right, come on, device. AB shutter not connected. Look at us learning new stuff about <clears throat> old apps. Yeah. All right, turn on because apparently, ah, <laughs> did the battery die? Uh, oh. Yeah, I think the battery. Hold on, unless I put it in backwards. No? Okay. Let's try this one more time. <clears throat> Turned on. What are you trying again? That shutter, that Bluetooth shutter again. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yep. to be honest, my my um, lightning headphones, I forget if they died or if an animal got a hold of them or something on that nature happened. So I've been using Bluetooth for a while. All right. So the, the battery died on that, that shutter, uh, remote shutter. So now I'm going to try the uh, Bluetooth headphones and do the shut, uh, down arrow. I mean, the volume. And that's a negative. All right. So I got homework to do. Um, but I, I'm, 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 I'm actually thinking if my uh, Bluetooth headset is not triggering it, then it's going to be a negative on the... Um, on the on the remote shutter so if i put if i use the native camera app and i do my bluetooth headphones that doesn't work either okay well homework i will since i turned that feature on i'm going to try that again and get back to everybody <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, let's move on. And we're going to move into our focus point. Focus point. All right. This week's focus point is Christmas photo tips. We are a week, less than a week away from Christmas. And so we're moving into the time of year when everybody gets together for family and pictures or as I call it the firing squad and um, <laughs> uh, 
And so I thought it would be good to give people some practical uh, tips when taking pictures during Christmas. You have a lot of people that are good with landscapes and they're good with um, other stuff, but they may be more... Hmm, they may be less inclined to take uh, candid or, um, say, family photos. So I thought it would be uh, a good thing to uh, throw some tips out there. So I will start. I have three tips that I thought of, and let's uh, let's get some feedback on it. The first one is get on their level. And so what I'm talking about is children and pets, even adults. Um, if you're tall, like, uh, say, Matt and I are, I don't know how tall uh, Dave and Greg are, but, you know, Matt and I are about the same very, height. Very short. Very short. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I measured in Canadian. That's right. <laughs> um, Matt and I are in the Greg six- is- yeah. Greg's measured in millimeters. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're in the six foot range, and so, um, you know, a lot of times when you're taking pictures from a certain angle, uh, looking down is not a flattering uh, sort of image to capture unless unless it's you're you're meant to do that Uh, a lot of times people take pictures of kids and the kids are looking up you're looking down and it's not it's not a very good look um and so there you know there may be some adults that are shorter than you maybe taller than you may need to get a stool uh but also you know for the majority of of the people you're going to be taking pictures of kids and pets um you need to get down on their level uh when you're down on their level there is a more natural look there is a uh, a sort of an aesthetic that uh, is more pleasing because the floor is not part of your picture. Um, and so it requires getting on your knees. It requires sitting on the floor, um, getting dirty if you're outside. Uh, if you're going to be taking pictures of kids and you're outside and they're running around, get a blanket something to lay on or something to kneel on and uh uh just get on their level uh anything you guys want to add to that one yeah i I would agree with you i know that you know just thinking about the pictures i've taken on my son like on christmas morning you know the the best shots that i have were taken when i was you know sitting or even laying you know on the floor taking you know, straight on shots of him, um, you know, opening his presence and, you know, maybe you're a little further back and you got some like wrapping paper kind of in the foreground that's out of focus or something. And, you know, you could really get creative with it or just add like a lot more, um, like feeling to the pictures rather than just like, you know, like you said, looking down on them. That's, that's just not a, a flattering look. Yeah. Yeah, I know that we're going to have our departmental uh, holiday luncheon tomorrow. So pretty much everyone's going to be seated at a table. So if I'm standing up and trying to take a picture, you know, it, it's 
you, I mean, you, need, you may need to get some angle just to get everyone in a shot per se. If you're going with the, just the, your stereotypical group shot, but you don't want to get a whole bunch of top of heads, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, d- definitely, it's not just yeah. You know, admittedly, when every every time I've tried to get down to take pictures of the dogs or cats, and they see me, their first inclination is to run towards me. Yeah. That's when you have to so, be quick on the draw. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you just get a, a, a picture of a nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, number two uh, is get in the pictures. A lot of times as photographers or somebody who is constantly taking pictures, uh, we find that the only person that is typically missing is is you and uh and so the the thing that you want to do is make sure that you are a part of the uh of the pictures that means you know you can be actually be seen with your family it's like oh here are my kids here's my wife here's my family you know if they go oh look there's a picture who's that guy oh that's me Oh, that, oh, yeah, look at that. I see the resemblance. Um, you know, you want to be a part of, of the pictures. That means handing your phone off to somebody else, handing that camera off to somebody else. Or if somebody else is the one mainly taking the pictures, go up to them and say, give me your camera. No, uh, just say, hey, hand me your camera and uh, <laughs> and." Get in the picture. I, I, I'm going to help you, you know, to create memories and get in the picture. Anybody else? No, total agreement. It's just that so many times you get, like you said, you're looking in afterwards and you're like, um, and someone's like, you were there besides taking pictures all the time, right? Yeah. You, you enjoyed yourself. You just weren't with the, the, yeah. the unofficial photographer of the whole thing. And and I will add to this one, uh, be grateful, don't cringe, just be grateful that uh, somebody else took the time to take your picture because, you know, you got, oh, I would have, I would have at least had so-and-so in the picture frame more instead of half of them being cut off, you know, <laughs> you have to sometimes deal with somebody else's uh, camera skills. <laughs> Um, and you can use your uh, your Bluetooth headphones to uh, trip the shutter while you're in the picture. <laughs> yes, I have done because that. Because I had it working with slow shutter cam. Oh, I really? I just did it. Oh. Yep, I've got these um, these power beats. And I've been horsing around with it. And there, I just took another one. All right. So, so what, you what I did that? to get it working... Uh-huh. What was that? Oh, go ahead, Joe. I, I was going to say, so do you need those stands that go in the back of people's heads to hold their heads straight and, and still <laughs> while you do the slow <laughs> shutter cam for family portraits? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what I, what I did to get this working was, so, okay, so typically on a set of headphones like this, and the Apple ones are no different, there's... um. Uh, you know, volume up, volume down, and in the middle, there's the button where you can, I don't know, hang up or take a call or whatever. I hit that first, and then what I noticed in the app in slow shutter was the autofocus 
um, indicator at the top of the screen lit up as if it was focusing and, and getting focus. And then I hit the button down and like shortly after, and it takes a shot. Huh. So I don't know if that would work with the wired um, headphones, but as soon as it as soon as it uh, captures focus, then hit the volume down, and it seems to take the shot. Interesting. Yeah. Which headphones was that? Well, these are wireless Beats or Beats Power Beats. I guess they're called Power Beats. Um, the the ones I have are Power Beats Three. Don't get them because the sound quality is total garbage. <laughs> they're, well, they're good for listening to podcasts, but not music. I just tried it with a $10 set of Bluetooth headphones uh, using the directions Gray gave, and they did work for uh, slow shutter cam. So even huh. the cheapies will work then. Great. Well, there you go. All right. So we gave this guy the wrong answer, and now I'm amending it right now. <laughs> well, don't. Uh, I, I, the jury's still out on the uh, the other set of triggers that I have, so I'll uh, I'll inform him too on that one. If it works, I'll put everything out there. All right. Um, and uh, number three for me is uh, get close. Use your macro lens. Um, there's a lot of cool colors, reflections, um, textures that are that you have during Christmas you don't have normally throughout the year, and it's a it, it's a fun time to be able to get in, say on the Christmas tree or uh, reflection off of some presents to be able to capture images you normally wouldn't. And macro is a lot of fun. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. Uh, it's a, uh, it, it's one of those things that you can create your own world. And uh, we have people who listen to this show who participate that have basically their own world when it comes to macro. Macro and uh, Ithalu is uh, one of those people <laughs> yep. that we uh, we follow. You know, you I I. I was taking macro shots of my uh, son's Christmas tree one time. And, you know, if there's enough ornaments on that thing, you can spend an hour just oh, taking yeah. macro shots of the ornaments, you know, get close up on like, if it's a snowman, you can get his face and things like that. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely. All right. And uh, Dave, I think you had some suggestions. Yeah. Um, one that I a suggestion I use in general is use live photos if possible. Yes. Um, just because we take a lot of photos of the dogs and cats, um, there you go on cue, um, that they, especially the little, kind of like the little dogs we have, they move quickly enough that it's hard to get a decent shot and just try and get their attention. But using live photo words like, well, that pose wasn't good because they were in the middle of moving or something wasn't right. But if I can take, if I can move it back that quarter, half a second, maybe a little bit earlier, which I know a lot of times the photo, if you select one of the frames that isn't the one that Apple selected, maybe isn't as sharp, but the framing of the subject may be better. Yeah. 
and it depending on what you know um which cam which camera you have you can always if you you know if you're lucky i don't want to say lucky but if you have the 11 or the 11 pro you can use it where you can like oh i missed this part that was out of the frame oh it can now use a super wide photo to add that kind of back in there but similar with the live photo where it's like oh that wasn't that was just a half a second too slow well now i can go back and pick one that's a little bit earlier so that that to me is always kind of helpful having just it gives you a little bit of a fudge factor yeah, I I had some image uh, some pictures taken with the family, and I don't know what it's like for Matt, but uh, when you have four kids and you're, it's like all right, time to look at the camera and uh, and smile. It seems like it's a it, they made it a challenge of okay, I'm going to look in a different direction and not smile, uh, you know, with between all of them or and it's just like it, it's like hurting cats. It's like come on guys, you know, focus. Let's. Uh, <laughs> so I ended up there were some pictures that were taken and the they didn't come out the way you know I would have liked, but I had the live photos feature on. And was able to go in and like, ooh, there's a spot right here where everybody's looking in the same direction and have somewhat of a smile on their face. And ended up, I used that as the image instead of the one that was initially captured by the by the phone. Uh, so that is a great technique, especially if you have people that are prone to blinking, even though there's no flash. You know, it's just like it's like really you can't hold it open for like three seconds you know they're constantly blinking um and you can go through and and be able to find that that spot uh that has everybody looking halfway decent <laughs> and well i'll say one thing that's similar um is if you're taking a uh video remember you can't yes. you can use the on-screen white button to take a photo Yep. That'll be saved in your camera roll before the video. Or if you don't want to do that, and this this is kind of a fallback fallback, but as you're playing back the video, you can always pause it on a frame and do a screenshot. Yeah. Now, resolution's not as good, but if it's one of those images or one of those times that is like, I never would have gotten this before, or, oh, I definitely want to have this, it maybe isn't as you know, the color balance off or like the sharpness not quite there, especially if it's, you know, regular room lighting. But there's the image of, let's say, in our case, um, a great niece or great nephew that just has that look. You know, if you're taking video because they're opening gifts, you can say, ah, oh, that's right there. I didn't get a chance to take a photo of it, but I can at least do a screenshot so I can see that, you know, the, the reaction shot on the face. Yeah. So what's your second one? Sure. Uh, second one is more of getting candid shots to get reaction and not pose shots. Uh, just that, and I think this is one advantage of camera phones in general and iPhones. Um, instead of, oh, I have my camera out, so everyone's going to stop and look at the camera and pose and get their, try to get their, their smile where there looks like they're smiling, but not really smiling so they're trying to look natural 
and that doesn't work. That that never trying to look natural never in my mind works good, especially with just, children. <laughs> yes, small kids. No, 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 no! Don't, don't, don't yeah. look like you're, you're, you're trying to, to. Yes. Don't look like you're constipated. No, or you're stretching your face. Stop it. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> smell harder. No, mm, no. But I mean, like I said, one advantage is we can now if you, you can pull out your phone and swipe from the right side, and that will put up right on the camera, so you don't even have to. You know, unlock the screen, open it up, and try to find where the camera app is. You can just swipe, and it's automatically there, so you don't have to worry about it, which makes it a lot easier. Yeah, and if you just hold down the burst, you know, if you just – oh, I'm sorry. I'm moving on to the wrong one. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, you can you can get those candid shots and uh, and sneakily too. You know, you're like, all right, uh, everybody look over here, and, uh, and you start taking pictures and say, all right, smile, and then you'll probably catch them off guard before they really think too much about it. Exactly, exactly. Because those are, are, are kind of the best are the best photos when you can just get it in without people trying too hard to look a certain way. And put your phone on silent so they don't hear the shutter. You still got to be careful to make sure at least they know you're taking a that that a picture will be taken probably. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't want anyone too shocked. It's like, oh, you were taking pictures. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I gave the last one away, but go ahead and say it. Okay. That's mine. Um, yeah. Use burst mode. Um, you know, in, in this case, too, like you were, you were about to say, when you're uh, getting candid shots, um, you know, burst mode is great. It shoots 10 frames per second. And, you're you're bound to get a a, a good expression uh, at some point, but the nice thing about burst mode is you can hold it for oh I forget how long it is, but like three minutes or something like that. You can just hold that button down, and you can take a ton of pictures, uh, especially if you're waiting for a reaction. You know, say somebody's opening a gift, and and you know it's going to be a good one, and um, you know you you want to get the reaction. Don't rely on, you know, hitting that button at just the right time. Just hold down the uh, um, the burst mode, and it'll just keep shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting. And then, you know, when you finally get the reaction that you want, then you can stop and you know go back through later and and get rid of all the shots that that you don't want just to keep keep that good one. It also works good for um, you know. Uh, uh, group group photos like you were talking about with li- uh, live photos um, you you can use uh, burst mode to capture you know eventually you're going to get one where everybody's smiling and looking at the camera but um, if you use the self timer in the native camera app it shoots a burst of 10 photos mm, yeah so if you're in a group of people and you use your Apple Watch or your wireless headphones to trip that shutter, or even if you're on a timer, or no, actually it's only on a timer, I think. Um, yeah, when it's on a timer, it'll shoot those 10 pictures in one second. So if somebody blinks, you know, generally it takes less than a second to blink, so you're bound to get everybody with their eyes open at some point. 
Yeah, I just for while you were talking and you until you said it, and then you stop it. I had three hundred and eleven photos that were taken with my burst mode. Wow. <laughs> Actually, it's three ninety five. It's keep it keeps going up. It's still processing it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that, that's a that's a great way to um, make sure you get the shot. I just deleted three hundred and ninety five photos. <laughs> Very cool. Well, uh, I hope that these tips help. And, you know, sometimes we, we I, I think I, I think people know probably more than what they actually do. And especially with certain features on our, on our iPhones. So it's always good to go and kind of review some of these every once in a while. Cause we do get new listeners. We have new people that come in that aren't, classically trained or hobbyists when it comes to photography and so we try to um we try to do that oh matt has a tip go for it man <laughs> yeah sorry i didn't put him in the notes so i apologize for that um uh i guess Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I was trying. I was. I. I, th I didn't think something would make noise because I was trying something out regarding the tip we just gave. Oh, were well, you trying you were to? Were you trying noise. to uh, to view the vibrations of the strings and take pictures of them? <laughs> uh, no, not quite. But uh, I'll let you know after uh, Matt's done. Okay. I'm sorry for interrupting. <laughs> That's all right. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I guess like, you know, when I hear like, you know, uh, holiday tips or, you know, taking pictures of the holidays, I just kind of always think about, um, two things, Christmas lights and people, mm -hmm. the, you know, to me, those are like the things that always seem to end up in my pictures anyway. Um, so yeah, a couple tips that I guess are, are, are pretty basic, um, you know, is, uh, the first one would be to just, don't rely on the phone to set the uh, focus uh, exactly where you want it. So if you're you're taking pictures of people, um, I think you'll do a lot better if you actually like tap on a person's face and get the phone to, you know, set focus on a person's face. Um, you know, because it could inadvertently focus on the background and. Uh, you know, so just quickly tapping where you want the focus to be, I think, will help a lot. Um, another, I'll just give two tips just to kind of speed this up. But, um, and this is something that I ran into just a, a handful of weeks ago. I guess the easiest way to say it is to like watch out for backlighting. So, you know, if you're out at like a, you know, some sort of Christmas display or even in your own house, like in front of the Christmas tree, you know, everyone wants to have, you know, the Christmas tree and the Christmas lights in, in the background. Um, but if you don't have good light in the foreground, you know, the, the people or whatever you're taking a picture of will be dark. So, um, I'm not really a fan of advocating that you use like the the iPhone's flash or your, your cell phone's uh, flash because that generally just makes the picture look lousy. So I think a, a better option is um, 
you know, if you're able to get, uh, you know, have your subjects stand close to the lights, if it's like next to a Christmas tree or something like that, just have them turned like 45 degrees or something. And then, you know, move, move yourself so that you're still shooting them maybe straight on, but some of the lights from the Christmas tree will be lighting them up and, and that should help uh, your picture not be so dark. Nice. Those are some great tips. Yeah, I I don't always set the focus, but I probably should. And at the same time, it may even help set the exposure. Uh, so, you know, you may, I, I guess if you hold it down, it'll set the exposure. But if you just tap it, it it'll focus. Very good. All right. Well, uh, this is great. I think um, these tips will be good. I'll have all of these listed in our show notes for you to look up. But uh, if you have somebody that, um, you know, would like these tips, point them to our podcast, have them listen. And, uh, you know, we could use more listeners, too. All right, uh, let's move on. And uh, Dave, you have uh, something listed here. Why don't you go ahead and take that away? Sure. Uh, it's actually a new feature in Instagram, uh, specifically in the stories uh, feature, where, and uh, this is a minor rant, but I really hated that when Instagram updates, no, no, don't get me wrong, I like it when they update. I like it when software is updated. But the release notes are, general updates for bug changes or instability and a few new features. Well, tell, tell me what the new features are because this one, you can actually start to make a, uh, a story and do a grid for basically a diptych um, or a triptych or you know, d different layouts. So if you start a story down below where you have the option of doing boomerang or super zoom, you have the it's called layout now where you can then select how you want your multiple shot layout to be um, set up. And then you can either select photos you already took uh, by tapping on the individual frame that you're trying to fill and then selecting the photo that way. Or tap on the frame you're looking to film. Just take a picture from inside the app. So it's a, it's a way where it's instead of saying, well, I have, you know, six or let's say three or four. Well, three is not a best option. Let's say four different photos. Instead of doing a, a story with four different photos, you can put them all into one layout inside the app instead of using another app. To actually create your uh, to actually create a collage, so trying to take one step away by doing all that inside the app. Very cool. Yeah, and like I'm, I said, just one of those things where someone posted a, a story about this new feature, and you go inside of um, Instagram, and there's nowhere in there that says, "Hey, we have this new feature you might be interested in." And here's how to here's how to work with it, which would be very nice, I think. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if it's if it's just me. It probably is just me, but um, uh, I'm not a big story 
uh, either Facebook or Instagram story user. I just I I don't I don't find it um, appealing or something that I really want to do. Is anybody else feel that way too? It probably is just me then. <laughs> uh, I I I don't do them myself. I I just never feel like anything I'm doing is that interesting that I would want to do a story about it. Right. I know. Right? <laughs> oh, you want to hear me talk? <laughs> yeah. Here we go. No. Well, I mean, I'm glad that people use it, but you know, I'm not, I'm not one to use it. I, I would, I tend to use it more when I'm doing events or something happening where it may not be, I'm not putting a lot of uh, thought into, you know, taking the time to edit the photograph, edit the photo and do everything else. But I'm trying to, hey, here's an event I was at or here's something that happened and I'm trying to tell in a flow. So I tend to use the stories more for that. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think stories is about the only part of Instagram that's actually in chronological order. You know, the mm-hmm. stories across the top of the screen. Yeah. Um, if you want to see what people are posting, oftentimes people will, you know, put new posts up or whatever, you know, to to let you know that they've they've added a post because otherwise you may not see it just because of the algorithms. Yeah. And I'll do that the odd time. Like sometimes I'll uh or or sometimes if I if I get a notification on Instagram saying that um you know you posted this two years ago, uh share it in your story or whatever. I, I forget how it goes, but you, you could just send it to your story and it comes up as a like a memory thing or whatever. But um, I, I don't generally use it too, too much myself either. Yep. All well, right. I know not, not being 100% strictly photo related, but one thing I've noticed in the YouTube app, they're now starting to have stories. So, and after all, stories was really Instagram, one of Instagram's responses to Snapchat. Yeah. So... It's something that I think the basic idea of this isn't permanent, but this is more, oh, here, it, like I said, oh, I went to the zoo or here's a concert I went to. Well, you are you may or may not want to keep those photos forever and ever or look, you know, but it's more for kind of story t- in my mind, storytelling and. Uh, something where it's kind of neat to see, but no, nah, it's probably nothing I want to keep in long-term storage. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. Well, uh, if you enjoy stories and and all that on Instagram, and, or you love doing it, here you go. <laughs> all right. And uh, rounding this out, Greg, you have something on here that you'd like to talk about. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I believe it was on the last episode uh, I announced that I had taken over the hosting duties of the Artful Eye Photography community uh, that Warren Opine created and and built uh, to over 500 members. And, um, you know, he, he had 
done his time there and and he was going to close it down if he couldn't find anybody to to take it on so um you know just to recap i thought about it for a few days and i got to uh, together with him on a phone call and talked about it and i just couldn't see it go away so so i took it on and and now i'm the host um it's it's a great community. Uh, it's very very similar to the Facebook group, the Tiny Shutter Facebook group. Um, you know, there's some members that are uh, involved with both the, uh, the the group and the community. And so I was thinking, what can I do? You know, to to change things up a little bit. Um, you know, I'm trying to keep some of the things that Warren started going. You know, like. Uh, um, featuring people's photos on Instagram in the AIPC account, things like that. But I thought, why not start a podcast where I interview members of the community? And uh, so it's just going to be um, a casual conversation between myself and and a member of the community. And there's been a pretty good response so far of people who are interested in, in doing this. And um, uh, I think it's uh, something that I'll probably try maybe bi-weekly. Um, depends on, I mean, and this, this is going to depend on how many people I get, how, how long this will run. But um, I thought it might be just a, a way to just, you know, get, get some people some exposure and, and um, uh, just talk some shop. You know, because as you know, I love talking about this stuff. Uh, I love doing this podcast, and um, it's just uh, another way to to get people um, talking about iPhone photography and and the artful side of it too. You know, it's the artful eye photography community. So it's not just people that do photography, but it's people that do artwork. You know, like we had Mary Walker on a while ago talking about how she does her. Or art, art on her iPhone. Yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. I I'm looking forward to it, and um, I think it that I, that's going to be something that will get people kind of fired up. And you know, I'll tell you this: having somebody invite you onto the show to talk about your work uh, is. A lot of fun. Uh, some people don't like talking uh, in front of other people, and that's fine. But I think all of us have had that experience where somebody has invited you onto a show, and then all of a sudden, it's like for for myself and for the rest of you guys, uh, it, all of a sudden we're doing a podcast and finding out how easy it is to kind of just sit there and talk and and. Uh, you know, be able to create content. Uh, the The first podcast that I was invited on was uh, called, um, oh shoot, it was um, Photography. Camera Campus. No, it wasn't. There was actually one oh. before that one. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, oh shoot, what was the name of it? Um, Oh, that's going to drive me nuts. Cause how many years ago was that? This was probably about eight years ago, eight or nine years ago. And you can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Ed Verosky was the. He has he hasn't done that one in a long time. I think it was um, about photography. I think that was the name of the show. Uh, but Ed Verosky had uh, I had just commented on something and it, we were talking. He was talking about uh, Holga um, cameras, and I had a a Holga. Uh, lens for my canon he's like hey do you want to come on and talk about it i'm like sure and next you know i was doing that and then i was listening to um i found camera campus and was listening to that and um through camera campus uh mark went on to that show and he was talking about the lens wipe and i'm like oh i'll check that one out and next you know i was uh listening to both of them and uh I ended up doing a camera campus episode uh, with Keith and uh, then Mark says, Hey, do you want to come on to lens wipe? And I'm like, sure. And then next, you know, I'm doing some podcasting and uh, I started doing the show notes for uh, tiny shutter. And they said, Hey, do you want to come on? And I'm like, sure. And next, you know, I'm like, Hey, here's the reins. I'm like, Whoa, no, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, Was it called about photography? It was, I think it was about photography by Ed Verosky. Um, I think that was the name of the show. It was a very, it was very much a, you know, he had a, his show was aimed towards people who were brand new to photography. And, uh, and so he did that for a while and he interviewed a lot. He actually interviewed some artists that were very much a, um, uh, you know, probably hard to get a hold of. Uh, and then, you know, he had a knucklehead like me on there. So it was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was fun, but I caught the bug and thought this was a lot of fun. And, you know, now eight, nine years later, I'm, you know, doing a podcast with you guys and this is, you know, you never know what, where it's going to lead. So needless to say, all these people that you're going to interview, uh, you know, they may have a beginning with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be fun to, um, you know, just showcase them. You know, it's, this is going to be all about them. It, it, it won't really be about me at all. Um, it, uh, well, okay. One episode will be about me because I have someone who's going to interview me. Woohoo. Mm. That's probably going to be, I'm thinking that'll be the first show. I was thinking of maybe doing the first one as a monologue just to introduce the show, but um, I think I could kind of combine the two together. So Nice. Very um, good. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. I, uh, you know, I showed you guys the, uh, the cover that uh, I plan on using when it goes up on iTunes and wherever else. And um, just basically it's just a photo I took of my microphone that I'm using right now. And uh, added some text and whatnot, and so yeah, I think it'll be good. Like I say, like I say, there's a, a lot of people in the community that are saying, "Yeah, I'm in, I'm in." So um, it'll it'll keep going for a little while, anyway. Yeah, that's. Cool. And I, I know I know four other guys who are are, are going to definitely be involved. Oh, I wonder who they are. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, very cool. I can't wait to see that. That's going to be awesome. 
All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our post pick of the week. Post pick of the week. All right. Um, let's see here. Our last weekly photo challenge was miniatures. And so we're going to pick from there. And uh, let's see here. Dave, why don't you yep. go ahead and take that away? Sure. Um, it, everyone got real creative with the miniatures this time. Um, some really good photos is normal. I mean, I hate to say, well, of you know, almost get into it. Of course, we're going to have great photos from our listeners because that's what they do. But that is what they do. Um, the one we selected this week is from Darren Rooney. Um, he actually sent in two photos. And we selected the one of the, uh, as he put it, the small chopper. He took uh, photos of uh, around a month or so ago. Um I think it's just the pop of color on the motorcycle um, that really stands out. And the fact that there are clues that it's a miniature, obviously, but it fits so nicely in terms of, you know, where it's placed in the photo, um, the way the, the focus is done. It's just done really well in terms of incorporating the miniature into the larger um the, the larger scene of the photo itself and yeah. and like i think uh when we were talking about it earlier about it's i think matt was mentioning that it, it the color really makes it pop too and that's something after matt said it i i, I noticed it yeah it's not it, it, there's there's really nice difference of colors that happen on the photo here yeah, that's very cool. What are your thoughts, Matt? Uh, yeah, I think out of uh, all the pictures, I think this is the one that kind of captured what we were looking for the best. Um, it, it definitely uh, takes this, you know, this little miniature motorcycle and makes it look like the real thing. Um and yeah, I feel like the the color, you know, it's the bright green, you know, fuel tank and fenders, um, and then of course the the chrome of the, you know, the engine and the exhaust pipes and everything just really makes it stand out. And I also just like the way the way it's lit too. You know, it, there's a real nice highlight on the um, on the the fuel tank, and just overall the the lighting is. Uh, really pleasing on this and you know the contrast and everything it, it just really pops so yeah I, I like this a lot very good what are your thoughts greg yeah like the um you know the angle that it was shot uh, he got the camera nice and nice and low uh almost probably sitting on the ground and and maybe turn it upside down so he can get uh you know as low as possible and you know the background's got a nice blur to it. Uh, um, it, it, it. If it looks like that, if this was a real motorcycle, you'd be basically sitting on the ground taking the shot, and um, uh, it just has such a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It looks so real. 
it's hard to even tell that that it's a toy, other than the fact that you know you can tell that the road is um, you know is paved, and you can see the stones in the pavement or whatever. But I mean, if it was a smooth road, you probably wouldn't even know that that this thing was a toy. It's so well detailed. Yeah, and uh, it's just a really good shot. Yeah, I like it. It basically what you guys said, I agree with. It's you know the colors. Uh, I love the fact that you know the the depth of field is is so um, so much a part of these images. It, it helps to really uh, add to the effect. And, um, and so, yeah, it's, it's an excellent image. So congratulations, Darren, you are our post pick of the week winner. If you'd like to be chosen as post pick of the week, you have two choices. You can go onto Facebook and look for our pinned post at the top for our weekly photo challenge. And, uh, or the other one is to go onto Instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter. When you post your images, we have a, we have quite a collection under the hashtag tiny shutter. And do you guys remember uh, a few years ago when uh, uh, it was almost, uh, I think we were using hashtag TS and, uh, and all of a sudden um, uh, there were some interesting images that were popping up. Uh, <laughs> so we decided to go with tiny shutter. <laughs> I'm about to say, I think that was a little before I started to listen, but uh, I can imagine. Yes, yeah. very, very interesting. Yes. So needless to say, we've been using tiny shutter for a long time. Um, so you have those two choices to choose from. Now it is time to unveil our new weekly photo challenge, and that is Christmas. Huh. So um, <laughs> since we talked about Christmas tips and um, what you can do, uh, this is a great uh, time to put little practice into what you heard and see what you can do. Now, I will warn you that if people are involved in the image, it will uh, most likely not be chosen as post pick of the week, mainly because as a rule of thumb, we don't post people's images on our website or, um, or on uh, Facebook's all right, but you know our website is particularly the place where we don't want to have somebody's photo, uh, a picture of their of their of somebody's face on there w without their permission. So, uh, as a rule of thumb, thumb, we don't choose images with people in it. But there are plenty of other things that you can uh, take for Christmas uh, that we talked about with the tips. So. Um, be creative, and uh, we'll see where you get uh, where it gets you. Now, if you do want to post images in the Facebook of uh, family members or friends in the photos, that's perfectly all right. But uh, just to warn you, uh, we're not going to choose those photos for post pick of the week. All right. Um, I think what we're going to do now is possibly uh, skip the what we've been up to, mainly because of time. And uh, I think we will uh, go ahead and end the show. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to bring up? Well, Joe, there is one thing I wanted to bring up real quick. Just because we are at the end of the year, and this is something that seems to happen every year, but the 
top nine people have uh, brought up the website for the top nine Instagram moments for 2019, where all you have to do is put in your Instagram username and they'll email you a photo with your top uh, nine liked photos and how many overall likes you have this year. So I wanted to get that out since we're at the end of the year. People wanted to see, you know, their their top liked and top viewed um, photos for the year, and, and just get a feeling for their what you know what was the most popular. Uh, give a chance to try it. I refuse to partake in those non. Oh, I say no. Go ahead and do whatever <laughs> you want, but yeah, I you know me, I was like, uh, I don't want to deal with websites that get get into my Instagram. Uh, <laughs> information but yeah that's cool (laughs) (laughs) well cool uh let's go ahead and do this um i'll play this we came we saw we kicked its ass barely all right let's go around the room and tell everybody where they can find each other or where they can find us uh let's start with you matt where can they find you on the internet All right, you can check me out on uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Flickr, uh, the Artful Eye Photography community, and Dayflash at M Hoffman Photo. Awesome, Greg. I wish I had the same username for everything like Matt does. <laughs> <laughs> but you can find me on Instagram at McMillan Photo, on Twitter McMillan underscore Photo, on Dayflash just as McMillan. And the Artful Life Photography community, uh, just as my name, Greg McMillan. And uh, I'm the host. Come and check it out. Woohoo! Dave. Yep, you can find me on Dayflash and Instagram and Twitter as ProfPod. And the uh, Tiny Shutter um, Facebook group is Dave Podner. Awesome. You can find me on Dayflash and Instagram and Facebook by looking for Joseph Ferreira. And uh, you can find links to our show notes, to our YouTube channel, our Patreon, or uh, everything else by going to tinyshutter.com. Well, gentlemen, uh, I guess we're ending out 2019. Uh, so I'll have to say this. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to yeah, you. Merry Christmas, most definitely. <laughs> Hopefully everyone's yep. safe, safe and get to enjoy the new year. Yeah. Well, uh, we will see you guys in the new year. And so let's say good night and uh, goodbye to 2019. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next year. Have a great one. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Polsky, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%, irrelevant, sir. There is always a man at a wedding who is not in any photograph, who can go anywhere. You can carry an equipment bag around with him if he likes, and you never even see his face.
Ah, the photographer. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, may I have a look at your camera? Brilliant. Ruthless and almost certainly a monomaniac. Though, in fairness, his photographs are actually quite good. Barely.